Hello everybody, this is We Are Marvel, a Marvel Cinematic Universe fan podcast that covers all the corners of the MCU. My name is Jerry. And my name is Justin. And join us as we delve deep into the MCU from Iron Man to Endgame and beyond. Join us wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll see you there. Bye. Bye. Welcome everyone to Pod and Gore, your one-stop shop for everything horror. Now here's your hosts, Justin and Brandon. Take it away, boys. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Pod and Gore, your one-stop shop for everything horror. I am your host, Brandon. I am your other host, Justin. And welcome to the show. Episode number 50. I uh, know, the big five. Oh, we are middle-aged. We are middle-aged. I'm closer to that point than you are, but yep, <laughs> not by much, <laughs> but close, but enough. <laughs> but yes, welcome to episode number 50. Today, we oh. are finally late getting mm-hmm. to a listener-suggested episode of Van Helsing. The, of course, it would happen on this one. What's that? No, number 50? <laughs> Yeah. No, I mean on a on a listener suggestion. Oh, um, yeah. It's uh, unfortunately we always seem to have some sort of hiccup, but um, we want to thank Xander for the communications back and forth. It was his yeah. request. Um, very understanding. Um, I'm going through some personal stuff um, with my family. My dad's uh, not doing so hot, so. We, being the procrastinators that we are when it comes to recording, um, bit us in the ass uh, when I was not able to be there to record this weekend because I was, like I said, with my dad. And so, yeah, here we are. We're getting to it. It's Wednesday. It's St. Patrick's Day. I I have a green-colored can for my soda. That you do, and what I should be doing is not drinking this hazy IPA that I have, and I should have cracked a Guinness, but sure. we'll, we'll do that later. There's no rush. That's fine. It's fine. I completely forgot, so it's... I did too, and the now, like, we're testing something out in the shadows, if you will, about uh, some future upcoming things, so I know Justin can kind of see it. I had, to take, I had to take green pen and mark myself, because I did get pinched at work today, like I... Like I'm still in fucking grade school, <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, guess it depends on who was doing it. Depend, you know. Um, who was it? <laughs> Everett <laughs> comes up and he pinched me. I'm like, "Ow, dick!" I'm like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "I'm like, okay, okay." Lame. So enough uh, ramblings. Um, yeah. We've made you wait long enough. Yeah. So. Let's just dive right into it, yeah. shall we? Let's dive. Let's dive. You got my uh, nose plugs. You got your nose plugs. Fantastic. So this week, Van Helsing, the 2004 American action gothic horror film that was uh, written and directed by Stephen Summers, starring the one and only Hugh Jackman. Wolverine. I know. Uh, I was going to think of something. <laughs> I was like, I could call him Wolverine, but. Uh, Hugh Jackman as Monster Hunter Gabriel Van Helsing, not to be confused with Abraham, mm-hmm. um, and Kate Beckinsale as Anna Valerius. Indeed. <laughs> I was waiting. I was like, what is he going to say? What is he going to say? <laughs> um, 
the the film is an homage and tribute uh, tribute to the Universal horror monster films of the 30s and the 40s, uh, also produced by Universal. If you didn't, or Universal Studios, it's in the name. If you didn't know that, what's wrong with you? What are you doing? What you doing? What you doing? Don't. Um, which were in turn based on the movies by uh, Bram Stoker and Bram Stoker and Mary Shelley of which Summers is a fan. So the character um, was inspired by the Dutch um, vampire hunter, Abraham Van Helsing from Irish author Bram Stoker. His novel Dracula was distributed by universal pictures. The film includes a number of monsters since um, such as count Dracula uh, Frankenstein's monster. Um, what the hell was that? Oh, Durgar. Durgar? Mm. I don't know what that is, but if I click on a... it, it says the Simon side dwarves, also known as Bowen. It's a, a race of dwarves. I don't remember. I that. don't remember that either. Um, God damn it. Wiki, uh, Mr. Hyde and Dr. Jekyll and, and werewolves in a way similar to the multi-monster movies that Universal produced in the 40s, such as mm-hmm. Frankenstein meets the Wolfman, House of Frankenstein, and House of Dracula. Despite mostly negative uh, reviews, the film grossed over $300 million worldwide. Okay. So, um, which I guess isn't bad, but when the budget was like 160 to $170 million, sure, you potentially almost doubled your money, but like... That's an expensive movie to make. Yeah. Weren't you talking... That explains why there weren't more. Yeah. Weren't you talking about that? It was something similar. Uh, was that Incredible Hulk had a similar budget to money-making situation? Probably. Yeah, I don't remember the exact numbers, and it was Jeremy's episode. Go uh, listen to We Are Marvel if you want the specifics. Yeah, if you... Available uh, wherever you're li- you listen to podcasts. Hey, I'm, I'm catching up on your guys' <laughs> episodes... Um, yeah, and I do appreciate all the plugs that you do, that you find ways to work in. You're like, let's see, how can I shoehorn in a plug? We'll do it right here. There it is. <laughs> no, there mm-hmm. we go. It works when, you know, Incredible Hulk was based on Jekyll and Hyde and Frankenstein. Correct. Like, the, yeah. I, I, I could go off on a thing, but I won't. Yeah, um, well, good for you. <laughs> just biting thanks. your tongue. That's a first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. No, you said I thought you... I had something. Okay. I thought I did, but <laughs> no, I don't. No, you're fine. I don't remember what it was, so let's move on. Um, so there's a several different plots written up. Um, the shortest of them being that the famed monster hunter is sent to Transylvania to stop Count Dracula, who is using Dr. Frankenstein's research and a werewolf for nefarious purposes. And boy, do they ever. Mm-hmm. Um, but so the, the thing is, is... Um, the storyline is Van Helsing is in the is in the world to rid all evil. Even though, even if not everyone agrees with them, the Vatican sends the monster hunter and his ally Carl to Transylvania. They have they have been sent to this land to stop the powerful Count Dracula. Whilst there, whilst there, God, whilst there, they join forces with a gypsy princess called Anna Valerius, who is determined to end an ancient curse on her family by destroying the vampire. They just don't know how. The thing that bugs me about another one that I read is it, um, they were saying that, like, the storyline was that Dracula and Frankenstein and Frankenstein's monster we're the ones doing it. And it's like, well, one, you only see, you see him in the beginning 
and then again towards the end, and he's definitely not trying to help Dracula. So like, yeah, that's not a very good rewrite on that, or that's not like that's not a good take. Good okay. summation. Yeah, um, the tagline from this uh, is the name, the one name they all fear. Uh, I'm assuming they're talking about Dracula. Probably. Probably. Or Van uh, Helsing. No, I think it's Van Helsing because see? all the monsters fear him. Do they? Mm. They do. They do. Um, they, By the end, they, they do. They do. Goodness, this uh, camera situation is looking really weird because my light looks, or my face looks like a light bulb with a beard on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not so bad on my actual screen, but on the screen where I'm watching you <laughs> from our Zoom, it's uh, a yeah, little light bulby. It's a little light bulby. I can deal. <laughs> um, so. As we mentioned before, the cast, uh, Hugh Jackman and Kate Beckinsale, it also stars Richard Roxburgh as Count Vadislas Dracula. He does they, a great job. He is a fantastic Dracula. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the only thing that sucks is, like, he has that face. Like, he's been in some stuff, but, like, when you put the black hair on him and you're like, okay, he doesn't look, he doesn't, like, it doesn't look the same. Like his face, like I know I worded that really weird, but like he, you you need to end some of these sentences so I can jump on your uh, train of thought. No, like (laughs) he has the face of like somebody that you recognize. He's been in a bunch of stuff, Hmm. but then when he wears the, he has the wig, obviously he looks, it's a completely different person. Like until I Hmm. saw what he looked like without it, I'm like, Oh shit, it's that guy. Oh, so go ahead and throw in your take. I know that I butchered that, and I will get through it. Yeah, let's move on. I love this movie. Like it's it's corny and dumb because it was made in the era when comic book movies were starting to be big. Hugh Jackman was starting to be big. The second X Men. This came out in two thousand four. You said yes. So the year prior was X two. Right. So yeah, he was just coming off of um, X Men fame. Yeah. Well, four years. And- because yeah. the, the first one came out in 2000, yeah. Right. And, you know, this is the same year as Hellboy, and it definitely had very Hellboy-esque tones. Mm-hmm. But I love this story. That, we're, we were talking yeah. about it last episode, if not just in person. Like, Universal's been trying to do this dark universe for what seems like the better part of a decade... And failing every time. And I'm here for it. I want, like, when we were talking about this the other night, I'm like, I want this. Or, you know, it was at lunch. I'm like, I need this. Yeah. And they attempted to do it with this, and it, it wasn't the worst. No. You know, attempt, but at the same time, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, as much I as I they- love this movie, they, I can't say they dropped the ball, because it's 2004. Leaps yeah. and bounds have been made since then, but. Yeah, it's a, it's a product of its time. I. To me, from a story perspective, this is exactly what a Universal Monster team-up movie should be. Yeah. Stop trying to make them good guys in their own movies and like they're going to have to thwart something else. Like They're monsters. They're the bad guys. (laughs) And the good guys should be the good guys in the movies trying to stop them. Right. Have they talked anything more? Like, did Invisible Woman, or sorry, Invisible Man not do well enough? To where they're like going to continue to try to take do these modern takes on these classic movies know. to build it. I haven't I heard anything. I think it did well. I think it. I mean, all things considered, and it was received really well. Mm-hmm. But I, 
I mean, everything has been in such a limbo for the past year. It's I don't know where anything is right now. Fair enough. But uh, the idea of Dracula using Dr. Frankenstein's work, spoilers, to bring his children to life. Yeah. To, you know, grow his race and take over the world, like, and then using werewolves to do his bidding. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's all fantastic. Mm-hmm. I would love that in a better movie. Right. Yeah, no, like I, in a true horror movie, not just an action adventure that, with horror in it. That's exactly what I was talking about. Because when we when I watched this movie, and I remember enjoying it quite a bit, and I and I do don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but like like I told you, I'm like I'm watching this movie, and it doesn't. There's nothing like it feels like an action adventure fantasy film with horror characters. Like there's nothing mm-hmm. about this movie that's scary other than the characters. Um, yeah, I mean, it has a few good scares in it and some creepy moments and some gory deaths for, like, the brides. Right, but they also... Um, I feel like the music, if the music was a little bit different, there could it, yeah. it could have been a lot... Like, I was telling you, it reminded me of the score from um, Ghost Rider. Kind of yeah. with, like, it's like this upbeat. You know what I mean? Like, it's. Ghost Rider! And I actually like some of the music from Ghost Rider. I think it's called yeah, Blackheart's Theme. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, the film also stars David Winham, Winham, Winham as Winham. Carl, who is like the jack of all. Like, this guy is in. He's. In everything, I feel yeah. like like this guy. I, I looked him up and I went, "Oh, it's that guy." Yeah, like, and I knew it was him, but he's the guy that. Um, oh, what am I trying to say? I know he's more. He was Faramir, and then he was Delios in Three Hundred. Like he's been in so mm-hmm. many things, but he has. I wouldn't say that Sean Bean esque because they do look similar, which is great that they played brothers in War of the Rings. But like, he is another mm-hmm. face that it's just like God. I've seen this guy everywhere, and he does a great job as Carl um, mm-hmm. Schuler Hensley as Frankenstein's monster, which I don't know much about this guy other than I wonder if he has like, a, like theater operatic background yeah. because a lot of the stuff is like. Ooh! You know what I mean? Like it reminds me of an episode of Frasier when the guys try and get an old theater actor that they loved uh-huh. back on the stage, and he's going, "Oh!" <laughs> so the greatest thing about this podcast, guys, is you never know what direction it's going to take. We could be talking about Lord of the Rings one minute. We can go all the way into Frasier, then bring it right back around. Um, it uh, also stars. It's what we do. It is what we do. It stars Kevin J. O'Connor as Igor, Well Kemp as Velkin Valerius, uh, Elena Anaya as Alira. Uh, the one that caught me off guard, I wasn't ready for, was Robbie Coltrane as the voice of Mr. Hyde. And you. Yeah, I forgot about that. I was going to say, you of all people should know who that is, if not at least I your do. wife. Yeah. I, I, I know at, him from a lot of things. Yeah. He's, including uh, Frazier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, um, and for those that don't know, he, um, he was Hagrid in mm. uh, the Harry Potter. He was yep. also Valentine Zukovsky in mm-hmm. GoldenEye. Yep. And I, in the next one after. The world that, is not enough. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's been in a, like, there's a lot of 
big names that you know obviously aren't as big now it's a different time you know this was 17 years ago um but like robbie coltrane was a big deal in the 2000s (laughs) and then the harry potter um Mm -hmm. so the soundtrack for the film was composed by alan silvestri um Hmm. make it a little creepier next time sir alan um well that makes perfect sense i mean he does comic book movies Oh, does I mean, he? He does a lot of the Marvel stuff. I think he might have done Avengers. Um, so let's see here. He's got a bu- yeah, he's got a bunch of awards. He has um he's worked on films such as Romancing the Stone, uh Back to the Future, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Death Becomes Her, Forrest Gump, Contact, Castaway. Yep, he did do uh Captain America, the first Avenger, Avengers, sure. Infinity War and Endgame. Um this guy's all over the board. TJ Hooker and oh. Starscreen Hutch. Like, Tales from the Crypt. He did seven episodes. There you go. There you go. <laughs> um, <laughs> so there was um, some merchandising for the film. They, Vivendi Universal Games published Van Helsing um, for PlayStation 2 and Xbox. The The game follows a similar plot to the movie, but has a similar play style to uh, Devil May Cry. Um and it does actually have the voice acting from the mo- characters in the movie. Like Hugh Jackman That's was cool. on there. So um, as somebody who plays a lot of video games, the first thing to take me out of a video game is let's like playing the Marvel's Avengers game. Mm-hmm. You know these better than I do. I watch these movies quite a bit. I love them. The game is all right. Mm-hmm. When you see Thor and you don't hear Chris Hemsworth or when you're playing as Iron Man and you don't hear RDJ, you're like, it takes you out of it. So like even back in the early two thousands, they were getting these guys. Like you would think that, um, what's wrong? Okay. Um, so slot games, I guess they made some slot machine games for the casinos. Um, so hmm. box office the film earned 51 million um at the film earned 51 million at number 1 during the opening weekend of May 7th through 9th uh, 2004. The film eventually grossed 300 million $257,475 worldwide. He's fine. Um of which 120.1 million was from the US. So this movie did better internationally. That sounds right. Um, so the movie was, uh, mostly received with negative reviews. Um, poor old Rotten Tomatoes, um, reports it at 24% <laughs> out uh, of 226 uh, critics with an average rating of 4.28 out of 10. Uh, hmm. the site consensus calls the film a hollow creature feature that suffers from CGI overload. Um, hmm. it did... It was nominated for several awards, actually. Um, so, it Al, Alvin Silvestri actually did win the best music. Uh, he won the, a Saturn Award for the best music. It was hmm. nominated for best special effects, best makeup, best costumes design, and best horror film. Um, it was also nominated for vis- um, outstanding special effects in service to visual effects in a motion picture in the Visual Effects Society. And then the Stinker's Bad Movie Award. It was nominated for worst. Good, 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 good. (laughs) (laughs) 
It was nominated for Worst Film, Worst Actress with Kate Beckinsale, Worst Female oh, Fake Accent with Kate Beckinsale, and then fair. Worst <laughs> Male Fake Accent, Richard Roxburgh won the award. I don't oh. think his fake accent was that bad. But oh. then again, if he's the only one doing a fake accent and Hugh Jackman's like, fuck you, I'm Wolverine, tell me I have to do an accent in this movie. It, you, there's little bits here and there, but it definitely wasn't egregious as Kate Beckinsale's attempt. Yeah, Beckinsale's was bad. but it was I mean, pretty bad. I just tried to drink this beer. You would expect... I mean, he's... Because the, the one that won is Dracula, yeah? Yes. He's supposed to sound like that. Yeah, I agree. Like, I had no problem with his performance at all. No, not even a bit. Not like, even a bit. We generally don't agree on these things. No, it's very strange. Yeah. I'm just going to roll with it. But I mean, you're Dracula. Yeah. You're going You're supposed after... to get a little bit extra, you know? Like, I can't do yeah, it well. But... Better than what he did, obviously. <laughs> but, you know, what... I didn't get nominated for an award on it, though, so... Maybe you should. Oh, <laughs> great. But you need to do that Bella Lugosi, you know, Dracula. Yeah. Kind of Hungarian accent. Oh, I, 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 I don't get, like uh, that at all. <laughs> I, I feel like this, this is one of those movies that I feel like should have a resurgence that won't. Dude, I feel like this... I feel like Van Helsing is your is your Avengers, and then you make, you make Invisible Man, you make the Wolfman, you make Frankenstein, you do Dracula, you take those guys, and then you bring Van Helsing in to do his thing, like... Yeah. Did you think of that Universal? No, you didn't. But you can have it because I want to yeah, see for it. for free. For free. It'd be perfect. And all you have to do, like, the have the last movie. You you just make Dracula. You make uh, Wolfman. And then you make Frankenstein. And the tag scene in Frankenstein is essentially the opening of Van Helsing. There you go. And nuggets of gold. Van Helsing. Yeah, nuggets <laughs> of gold. Like, here you yeah. come on. I, that, that kind of stuff drives me bonkers. I, I talk about it on the Marvel podcast all the do. time. Like it's not that fucking hard, no, it's not, folks. It's not. <laughs> it's if, really if, not. If a couple Jagovs in their fucking man caves can do it, you can do it in a boardroom, yeah, or wherever the fuck that you get paid to do it. We yeah. don't get paid to do this. This is yeah. a lot of fun. But like, if we can come up, like, if I can literally just spit out an Avengers style build up. Why not? In five seconds. Like, why does it take you years to then screw it up worse? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Like, that's literally it. Van Helsing is your Avengers movie. Boom. Yeah. Um, So, uh, Summers did expand the story of Van Helsing in two direct spinoffs. I did not know that. The the animated prequel, there is an animated prequel titled Van Helsing, The London Assignment which takes place before the main events of the film, focusing on Van Helsing's mission to stop Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde from terrorizing London, even though he... That's how they start the movie? Yeah, but I think it... I would assume... I haven't watched it. I almost bought it. It's like eight bucks on Amazon, but it's only like a half hour. That's a spendy spendy 30-minute movie. Yeah, so I decided not to. But I would imagine the end of that movie is the beginning of the movie. Hmm. Fair enough. I mean, that makes sense, just given that the fact, uh, given the fact that like he's supposed to stop him and he's already there. Like, yeah, there's definitely no buildup. Um, mm. The second one, there is a there's a one shot comic book published by Dark Horse titled Van Helsing from Beneath the Rue Morgue. 
that follows Van Helsing on a self-contained adventure that occurs during the events of the film, just after the death of uh, Jekyll and Hyde in Paris, but before Van Helsing returns to Rome. In the adventure, Mm. Van Helsing deals with Dr. Moreau and his hybrid mutants. That'd be cool. That there, there you go. You're bringing another movie <laughs> into the fold. I was, I kept wondering how they could do a sequel to this with other Universal monsters. But like, if you did that, mm-hmm. that's cool. Somebody call Val <laughs> Kilmer. Why? Because he was in the Island of Doctor Moreau uh, remake, wasn't oh. he, with Marlon Brando? I don't know. I haven't watched that movie in so long. So I'm He's sorry. Looking it up. Oh no, I was looking up to see how many other monsters you could like put in there. Well, I mean, it's like, all the universals. I mean, you could do mummy. You could do creature. Of course, would be wonderful. Right. For me. Invisible Man, Phantom, Wolfman, Creature, all that kind of stuff. I was just wondering because, like, you were talking about when I mentioned Doctor Moreau, like they made that movie, The Island of Dr. Moreau. And I'm like, well, how many other of these universal movies are out there where they can basically pull monsters from and be like, hey, here we go. It's not a universal monster per se. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's owned by them enough that they could do it. Right, which works. Um, So in May of 2012, Universal Pictures announced that they would be rebooting the film with Alex Kurtzman and Roberto Orchi, Orchi, Orsi, as a two-year deal... Uh, to produce a modern uh, reimagining and Tom Cruise to star as the title character and also produce the film. In 2018, Rupert Sanders entered early negotiations to direct the film. By November of 2015, John Spates and Eric Heiserer signed on to the project as co-screenwriters, though Cruise left his role with the film. However, in 2016, Cruz was cast to appear in Kurtzman's The Mummy, which also released in theaters on July 9, 2017. Following a less-than-expected critical and uh, financial reception to the film, uh, Universal restructured their plan to reboot adaptations of their classic monsters to be standalone in nature again. uh, By December 2020, it was announced that the reboot was back in development Julius Avery will serve as director in addition to doing a rewrite of an original script by Eric Pearson and James Wan will serve as producer. The pro- That's promising. Yeah, it is. The pro- yeah, I remember hearing about this. The project will be a joint production venture between Universal and Atomic Monster Productions. Cheers to that. Indeed. As long as I do it right, mm-hmm. it's not that hard. No. Like, I haven't watched Dracula Untold or Tom Cruise's Mummy, mm-hmm. but just from the trailers, they look terrible. I didn't watch it either, and that's because I heard nothing but bad things about the Mummy. Yeah. But then you I go back Dracula and watch... I Untold. It wasn't that bad. Yeah. It wasn't good, but, like, it wasn't... Sure. Well, that's a, I mean, you look at like Brendan Fraser's Mummy, at least the Fraser. first one, and it's like it's great. Mm-hmm. It has its moments that's not great, but by and large, it is pretty awesome. Yeah, CG aside, yeah. <laughs> like, how do you not just do that again? Right, but better. Yeah, please. <laughs> it hurts uh, my brain. It it does. There's a lot of things out there that hurts the brain, and it's just like, 
Lock Good it thing up. we're not talking about comic book movies or we'd be here all night. <laughs> you are... You know what? I said it was a good thing we're not. Let's yeah, I get it. You fucking <laughs> Richard. So, we are moving quite along at a decent pace. So, we're going to... We got some um, fun facts for mm-hmm. you. Um, so, one of them being Stephen Summers deliberately chose to avoid the style of transformations from other werewolf films where the character would usually grow hair as part of the change. Instead, the uh, the decision was made to have the character rip his skin off to reveal the werewolf form underneath, going with the idea that the beast comes from within, which is what they did in Trick or Treat as well. Yeah. I, I loved it. I loved it too. I actually kind of prefer this version of it also only yeah. because of the fact that like they're ripping and tearing opposed yeah. to just kind of like pulling it off. Like it's like sleeved. Yeah. And that's not to shit on it because like I was looking up like, well, how many other movies did like the skin tearing thing? Mm-hmm. And then I was like, trick or treat did it and did it well. Just yeah. not as well. Um, so the place where Van Helsing and Anna fight Dracula uh, Dracula's Three Wives is the same place where Frankenstein in 1931, Dracula in 1931, and The Wolfman in 1941 were filmed. The set hmm. is called The Court of Miracles, and it is part of the Universal Studio Tours at Universal Studios Hollywood. Gore Road Trip. Heck yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> when COVID is um, subsided to the best of its abilities, and we can do that, that would be so sick <laughs> to mm-hmm. take a fucking horror tour and put it on YouTube, document it, whatever. Let's do yeah. it. Um, that would be awesome. During filming, uh, Hugh Jackman accidentally broke an extra's hand. Why? Because he's Wolverine and he's strong as fuck. <laughs> Adamantium. Squish. Yeah. Squ- Sorry. <laughs> 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 oh, I almost thought that a, a, a vampire baby sack just popped open. <laughs> That's later. Oh, um, so Stephen Summers wanted Kate Beckinsale for the role of Anna, but feared it was too similar in tone to the vampire werewolf film Underworld, which was in 2003, uh, which she was shooting at the time, and he didn't even ask her. Eventually, her agent got Summers to send the script, and she immediately signed on. Um, the film was intended to start a series of Van Helsing adventure movies. However, the reviews were so bad and the box office returns were so far below expectations that all plans for a sequel were dropped within several days of the film's opening. That's sad. God, it is. Cause it's like, what could have been like, I mean, they popped out sequels to other movies that were not as good. And we got those like this movie, like, it wasn't that bad. It still made like 130, 140 million. Like, granted, it didn't make enough money to make a new one, but you still got return on it. Yeah. So it's like I would have liked to have at least seen one more. Yeah. Same here. Like I just mean, let me see a reimagining of a handful of other monsters in this world. Right. Please and thank you. Yeah. Could you imagine like they're on their way to find the mummy, but in the process, their little boat gets fucking ransacked by the creature. Like, yeah. really? <laughs> right there. Come on. I just yes, wrote. Please. I just wrote the opening <laughs> scene of a movie for you. Like, yeah. <laughs> I am. You don't even have to have him in there that long. It'd be like the Jekyll Hyde thing. Exactly. Like, like I don't have a resume, but uh, 
I will give you my email, so um, oh, let us know. Um, and he has my email, so <laughs> we can just like... Oh, it'd be a joint venture. Sure. It, anything that comes through this podcast, I'll take you with me or vice versa. You leave me alone, and I I know where you live. Um, the film was... Oh, yeah, I got it. So, so in interviews, Kate Beckinsale has said that she hated the course that she had to wear for most of the uh, shooting. When it finally wrapped, she said she wanted to burn it all. I get that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Could you imagine me, like, having to, like, I'm fat. Dude. We're in a corset. I'm not about it. I'm not about it. Um, so, Dr. Frankenstein's lab was equipped with antique medical equipment purchased on eBay. Hmm. So, maybe that's why the fucking budget was so high. They're like, <laughs> I'm in a bidding war with fucking Noob Master Noob 69. Master. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is exactly where I was going to get out of here. Um while preparing for the ballroom scene, which was great, Stephen mm-hmm. Summers had Richard Roxburgh, Kate Beckinsale, and Elena Anaya practice dancing for several practice dancing for several hours a day, so their performances would be flawless. Um, all three of the brides did their own stunts for the flying scenes. Good for them. Mm. Um, so. The second to the last scene of X Men of X Two X Men United um, in two thousand three, Cyclops, Wolverine, Professor X discussing Jean Grey, were was filmed while uh, Hugh Jackman had a day off from this movie. Huh. Which is kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. He took a break from being Van Helsing Wolverine to being actual Wolverine. Yeah, like, <laughs> like take off the. The Van Helsing wig for a minute. Put on the Wolverine wig. <laughs> that was the one thing. Like, I get the long hair. It doesn't fit Hugh Jackman as much. Like, sure, whatever. But, like, the hat is the one thing I didn't like. Hmm. It was too big and pointy. It was like a pilgrim <laughs> hat. And I don't know if it's just because it was supposed to be at the time. But we don't, I don't oh. know. It's a little floppy. Well, okay. So this movie was. It began in 1887. So they said, what? Was it 10 years or 100 years later? Do you remember? It'd have to only be like 10 because that would kind of give away the, the ending of the idea of... Or no way. Yeah, yeah. Well, it definitely wasn't in 1987. <laughs> so I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Well, I guess it makes... All right. Um, so the North American DVD sales were $65 million in the first week, more than half of the revenue from the theater runs. Um, so it says, oh, that's what they were, the Dwerger. All right. So there's going to be a little bit of a weird shift in this. Normally, Justin complains about how long I go with my fun facts. And I did. I'm not going to, and I'm not <laughs> going to stop. I love fun facts. I know. Um, I'm, I, I could be more selective with them, but apparently my recording also was like we get it move on and it stopped recording we lost about 10 minutes worth of audio and if you ask justin he's going to tell you you didn't miss much (laughs) there Um, were a couple gems in there but you know so what i'm going to because i have to cut it all out i am going to read to you guys the one that got the best reaction and that was the um, at some point in production and pre-production, a cameo appearance of the Gill Man from Creature of the Black Lagoon. I'm gonna say this again because I, 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 I love seeing the look on your face of just like uh, rage. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, 
uh, was slated to appear in the underground cave where Van Helsing and Anna discover Frankenstein's monster. However, this idea was scrapped before the uh, filming began, and it was also rumored that Stephen Summers was to be attached to the remake of the film. Uh, yeah, there's a there's a few other dumb ones in yeah. there. I'm not going to reread them. But I, I will reiterate my my comment that I made about this the first time we read this. It it's such mm-hmm. a missed and wasted opportunity. It is. Like I think I said earlier, like you could have had it be like the trash monster in Star Wars, where he mm-hmm. just pops up his head, looks around, and then swims away. You know, Frankenstein's mm-hmm. monster could have said like, "Oh, I'm not alone down here," or whatever. And you could have seen him off in the corner, and then he could have like scuttled away or something. Like, absolutely. Oh, it would have been so freaking cool. Oh yeah, um, it, it's that's a lot of what this movie seems to be is coulda, woulda, shoulda. Mm-hmm. You know what could have been um, if they like. I don't know how much more they would have needed to greenlight some of these projects, but it's just like, oh my god, man. Just one more would have been so cool. Well, yeah, just one more, and man, I'm now I'm just thinking about how. Yes, I'm pouring another beer. How I. God, Wait not only it. one more, but God damn it, give us the universe and do it right. That's all I ask. <laughs> it's all I ask. I can deal with the with you know certain movies of comic book nature mm-hmm. not being that great. Yeah. But God damn it, get this one right. It's not that hard. It's really not. That's what she said. All right, so mm-hmm. moving on. <laughs> you guys are being spared like 13 minutes of fun facts. I know they go too long. You're welcome. I can't help myself. No, you can thank Audacity because <laughs> it had the audacity to fucking start over on me. It heard all and of so, my complaints over the last 50 episodes and went, yeah, he's right. <laughs> he's right. <laughs> Not even. I just, I don't know how that happened. I've never had it stop recording on me, but my computer's also been kind of finicky lately i'll just keep an um, eye on it in case it happens I'm again watching it <laughs> because we had a good flow yeah we did so let's get into this movie back so um another thing that i mentioned before that you will not get to hear is um so i did take an egregious amount of notes but i didn't go beat for beat it's a lot of talking points it's we'll either talk about it or yeah. we'll just uh, yeah, right you know, that's great. That's a thing that happened. You know? Okay, bye. Yeah, bye. So, the one thing I do love about this movie is I is I love how it starts out. Like, the mm. intro to this movie is great. I love that it's in black and white. Yeah. I love that the Universal um, Pictures logo catches on fire. And then, as it goes into it, it, it really does just have this classic feel yeah. that... Good God. I'm like, okay. The the cold open, as it were, of this movie is probably my favorite part of the movie. Uh-huh. Like, as great as some of the other stuff is, like, that opening is so classic Universal Monsters. And like I was saying okay. before, I don't know if it got cut out or not, but that being a great way to tie even just Dracula and Frankenstein together yep. is such a brilliant idea. Yeah. No, I agree completely. Um, it, it does. It just it breaks my heart. Um, see, moving on. We're still in kind of the open. We're you know we're going around. Um, Doctor Frankenstein, Victor, you know, 
realizes that he's being used and abused and Mm -hmm. Dracula doesn't give two shits about him. And he's like, you know, I I didn't do this, you know, to benefit you in any way. And my favorite part about this scene is just the, the wishing, the, the wishing around from spot to spot. You don't see it, but every like angle and camera change that you have, the best one is when he appears on like the catwalk and like the lanterns are swaying behind him. So mm-hmm. like it's obvious that he kind of just got there Moved real fast. Yeah. But the fact that he basically just ports from one spot to the other, to the other, to always kind of stay in or just come into the frame, you know, in a different spot. I'm like, okay, everything about the start of this movie is perfect. It leads you into like you're like, okay, this is what I'm gonna this is what's gonna happen. I'm, this is what I expect from it. This mm-hmm. is great. And then all of a sudden we go to fucking Paris <laughs> or London. One of the two. And then you have Ghost Rider. Yeah. And then you got Van Helsing. Hugh Jackman. And I love Hugh Jackman, but god damn it. They're like it's not it's it's action movies. Like it's not it's supposed like horror movie. You're you're going after Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde. Mm-hmm. Like I don't need to like I don't need music that I'm gonna go ride a horse to. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like let's let's just let's just get it. If anything, it um, should be somewhat fantastical. Like yeah, that sort of whimsy of old school thirties, forties, you know, Universal movies. Yeah, and and like and now that I'm realizing, like the, like the a, a third of my notes or a quarter of my notes are basically the intro to this movie. I see that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and one of the things that I wrote down, cause it's like, there are so many little things about this movie that I just, I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the clever little, like there's clever additions to things. Like I love the fact that when, um, Victor pulls out the sword cause he's, you know, like, you know, get the fuck away from me, blah, blah, blah. And then Dracula just kind of pulls himself onto it because it's like, you can't kill me. Yeah. You're basically fucked. But just like the fact that he pulls himself on there, um, the dialogue from that scene, like there's nothing about the intro to that movie that I don't like. No. I can't think of a single thing that like irritates me about it. Yeah. Other than this isn't the tone of the entire movie. <laughs> right? Like, like it doesn't exactly all have it. to be black and white. I get going to color, no. fine, but that it, tone okay. is perfect. That's it. There's nothing upbeat. There's nothing, like, you're like, okay, this is dark. Mm-hmm. Run with that. Yeah. Um, uh, another little thing that I loved is when they're escaping the castle after the incredible Frankenstein's monster lifts up part of the equipment and throws it at Dracula. Mm -hmm. And then he gets fucking right through it, right into the fucking fireplace. Mm -hmm. And it's like, Oh shit. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and, um, he picks up father Mm -hmm. and then, you know, runs away. But you like, he's got the, like the leg brace on that has like this, like hydraulic pump or whatever, but it's like pss, pss, every time he takes a step, mm. and I'm like, God, that's so cool! Like it's a nice touch. the attention to detail, like on some of the things that are done in this movie, I'm like, how could you be so good yet do some of the things that you did? <laughs> and you know what you did? Mm-hmm. Don't do. Um, 
<laughs> right? Um, and that doesn't even begin to fucking bring up Igor. Like, what are you doing, Igor? You look up, you see everybody up at the top of, you know, you look, you see everybody up there. And he's like, oh, it's all Frankenstein's, whatever. Like, yeah. I, I just watched it yesterday. You think I would remember what he did. But he, he just, drew fucking attention to the guy yeah. that's trying to escape to the only place that he could run to, which is a fucking windmill. Like, <laughs> they can that, easily like, catch on fire. Yeah, like, oh, are they carrying torches? Oh, this is made of wood. Perfect. Let's go hide in here. This is going to be great. Well, that's the thing. Because <laughs> we talked about earlier, I don't know if it made it on, but that actor is Benny. If you fucking jab at me one more time. It's not a jab. I just don't know if I'm repeating myself or not. That Benny, actor that's Igor is Benny from the Mummy movies. Right, right. And he's essentially the exact same character. Yeah, just, I don't think it made it on. No. Um... And he is. He's just a smarmy, weaselly dick. Yeah. <laughs> who just, God, you fucking Richard. <laughs> yeah, he just causes problems where there doesn't need to be any. Just because. Oh, yeah. Um. So, one of the things I do want to talk about in this movie definitely is character design. Mm-hmm. So, Dracula is... Obviously, he's... Most of the time in the movie, 98% of the time, he's in human form yeah but when he turns into dracula the man bat the man he's basically the man bat from batman yeah you know what i mean like he is 100 percent like a creature Mm -hmm. which is a Um, cool idea i'm not opposed to it it doesn't bother me it's a little Um, uh underworldy yeah it's it's a lot of underworldy but it's definitely on the nose, like, like, okay, we get it. He's a literal bat. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, I didn't realize I wrote literal bat in there either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in tune with my notes. That's good. Um, yeah. This means I believe what I'm saying. Yeah, um, sure. So I also love Frankenstein's design, too. Mm-hmm. Now, the jacket is a little much. Like, it doesn't have to be skin woven into a trench coat sure it looks like but it was early 2000s so everything had to have a trench coat everything over the top (laughs) (laughs) right i'm surprised keanu reeves didn't have a cameo in this movie or something (laughs) even though he was in ram stokers um but yeah like okay dude he he's a zombie monster he's brought back to life he's already patched together he doesn't have to have a leather skin patchwork trench coat. Yeah. That's that's my biggest knock about one of the biggest knocks about that. But the thing that I feel like they make up for it is I love how like his head pops open, his face falls down, mm-hmm. and then he kind of has to put it back together. Yeah. But then in the back you can see through and he's got like this almost green like electricity jolts of electricity just whirring around back Mm -hmm. there and i'm like that's fucking cool also 2000s but cool yeah like 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 that's what i feel would happen Mm -hmm. but um like the werewolves basic werewolf design nothing nothing over the top nothing crazy like it's basically any werewolf you've ever seen Um, yeah the only real twist is the ripping off the skin which to yeah, transform which is awesome 
Right. Um, Dr. Jekyll, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, you really only get to see Mr. Hyde for a little bit when he's falling off the hill. And, you know, let's just take a moment of silence for poor old Mr. Hyde here who got fucking... Dr. Jekyll is the one that falls off the... He is, but then when he's like, oh shit, he goes back into Mr. Hyde. No, Mr. Hyde is the monster. Oh, did I fucking get it backwards? Yeah. Derpy derp. Okay. Remember, Coltrane goes, it's Mr. Hyde now. (laughs) That's right. God damn it. Yeah, so Dr. Jekyll, poor guy, is falling. Mr. Hyde is falling off the fucking roof. Mm Mm-hmm. And then transforms into Mr. or Dr. Jekyll. Boom. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> yeah, I'll get there eventually. Yeah. But you're like, this is bullshit. That's almost <laughs> like the Hulk falling off and then turning into Bruce Banner. Yeah. And you're letting like, him Fuck take you. the rep for it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, it's horrible. Um, so my next note's a little bit of a lie, and we're going to kind of lean into it here. Because at first I'm like, you know, the CGI isn't bad. In some spots, it's not bad, but when yeah. it's bad, it's like really bad. Yeah, like Doctor, like Mister Hyde wasn't horrible, but it, no. it helped that it was also, in the dark. Yeah, you also got to keep in mind it is two thousand four. Yeah, it's better than uh, Mummy Returns. <sighs> Scorpion King. Mm-hmm. Uh, still rated one of the, I think, the number one worst CGI <laughs> performance in a film. Yeah. Um, so, that was another thing with this one, because I wrote, like, the CGI wasn't horrible, and it wasn't for some of the scenes, because a lot of it was CGI. Like, you can kind of tell when he's walking up to the Vatican, obviously that's not happening. A lot of green screen. Mm-hmm. Um, but I said, uh, I'd written down that um, it was definitely more of a comedic fight between the two. Like, like Mr. Hyde definitely had a sense of humor. Yeah. It didn't bother me, but I don't know, like, I guess kind of the humor in it kind of took me out a little bit because it's like, it's the same as the score, like, I don't know, like. Well, like we said, it does such a tonal shift from the beginning where it's all dark and serious and, uh you know, like a classic Universal Monster movie and then it becomes Hellboy. Yeah. Yeah. Like you wrote down here... That uh, the Vatican's R and D department looks, you know, like uh, it's out of James Bond. I immediately thought of the BPRD from Hellboy. Oh, okay. I hadn't seen Hellboy in a minute, but yeah, it be- that's exactly right. Yeah, you're right. I wrote that it seemed that the Order seems like a medieval version of that, yeah. and I haven't seen Hellboy in a minute. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Um, but it does. I was trying to think. I'm like, who's in charge of that? That's Q, right? In James Bond, yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, man, I'm like, Carl's basically Q. Q. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Or Um, Shuri. Or. (laughs) (laughs) Man, um, that's a a whole other rabbit hole we could go down. Yeah. But we can only do one. We can only do one podcast. (laughs) Um, So this, we talked about this early on. this movie definitely has more of an action fantasy feel than a, than a horror film. Uh, I still feel true to that, yeah. even this far into talking about it. Like, you haven't swayed me in a different direction, which sometimes you do have the ability to do. Yeah, but um, it, it does. It's very much that. It's not as... Mm-hmm. It has its horror moments, 
but it's not a horror movie. Elements. It definitely has horror elements, yeah. but like at the same time, it's like I'm I'm watching. I, I definitely need this to be darker. Mm-hmm. Um. So, <laughs> um, my next note. So nobody loves the idea of an automatic crossbow more than myself. Mm-hmm. Like that weapon, super sick. Yellow ram's head on the front. Like you're gonna go fuck some shit up. But it's such a, it's so damn wasteful. Like that thing is not an ideal thing to use. Well, I guess in the sense of trying to fire rapid amounts, it makes sense. But like, here's like trying to hit these brides, and it like it wasn't working. No, not even. It definitely wasn't working. No. Um, he wasted more of them than anything. It's like, how about you stop and aim for a sec, and then maybe you can Right, actually... right. You mean when he did flip the thing down and pop, yeah. and then it's like, like a fucking Perfect Nerf shot. football. Yeah, like a Nerf football from 1993 that's yeah. just, you know, the one that stings the when you fucking catch it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're old, too. Oh, yeah. You remember? <laughs> Fuck yeah. Um, I did write down Superhero Landing. I'm trying to remember who... Oh. Anna. Yeah. Runs up the side of a fucking wall, flips around, does a superhero landing. Mm-hmm. Intro plug. You like how I did that? It was in the notes. <laughs> I wasn't nice. going to announce it, but yeah. <laughs> so this is the moment now where we talk about the superhero landing. Yeah, she did it's a couple, especially like when she falls like three stories <laughs> yeah, and then lands right? perfectly. <laughs> because she's human. Uh-huh. Not in a suit of iron. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, But yeah, this is the perfect moment to talk about Justin Side Hustle. Oh, you mean We Are Marvel? The yeah. uh, Marvel Isn't Cinematic Universe podcast that I do with our friend Jeremy? Yeah, Jeremy. Yeah. It's available wherever you listen to podcasts if you like the uh, Marvel movies. And if you don't, what are you doing? I don't know. <laughs> right? Yeah. No, like I said earlier on, um, I'm still catching up. Um, I'm glad that you guys are doing a Marvel-centric podcast and not just a broad podcast because now Me you too. can talk about the things that you like and not spend 80% of the time shitting on the things that I like. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's still, it's about 20%, but it's no, it hasn't been like, I can count on one hand how many times I've heard rips and they're barely even rips. And trust me, I'm listening <laughs> for them. Um, but it's nice to hear you guys back together again. Um, well, thanks. Yeah. Good to uh, be it's back. Good to hear, it's good to hear Jeremy back into the gig. Yeah. Um, Potential things in the pipelines. I'm, that's all I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, keeping in the in the vein of you know the big old fight scene with the brides, which seems to be a good chunk of this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I love vampires. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite movies of all times is The Lost Boys. It's one of the first one of the early episodes I picked. I'm like, if you if you want to talk vampires. That's what I'm thinking. True. Lost Boys. Let's do it. Um, but the one thing that I hate the fucking most Whoa. in a vampire movie is vampires that hiss. <laughs> I hate I hate it with a fucking passion. And you know this, so it's not like you can be like later like, like you're not a cat, you're a fucking vampire. You don't have a right to hiss at me. Knock it off. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that is... Is. If anything, they could screech. Like, bats screech. Yeah, give me a screech. You give me a hiss, <laughs> I just want to be like, bad. Stop it. You're a bat, not a cat. Yeah, you look dumb. <laughs> Knock it off. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> like, come on now. Um, my next note is I said, I take it back. Some of the CGI is really bad. Not, <laughs> I'm not sure what else I could compare it to um, of the time for 2004. But, um, yeah, it it has its ups and downs, just like the acting in this movie. Like, there are reasons why there was nominations for being the worst movie, for being the worst this Other and things. that. Like, like, some, like, for as good as this movie could have been, there's a lot of corny-ass dialogue. Yeah. A lot of corny ass deliveries. Yeah. Like it it definitely has that early two thousand superhero movie where it's like they're not they're taking it more serious, but still mm-hmm. not. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like so the what this movie came out four movies before Iron Man mm-hmm. and then like when would you say that the MCU really started to come together? Like around Avengers? Yeah, twenty eleven. Like it took a few years. Yeah. Like that's a solid like that took some time for that to build like yeah this like if you would have just stuck to your guns on this and like learn from your mistakes keep it going maybe get better in time like i don't know i feel like they might be able to do a better job now with it so maybe it's a good thing that they didn't yeah you know drive it into the ground yeah um we already talked about the werewolves. I just, I can't get over the, f- I love the fucking just ripping and shredding and mm-hmm. tearing. And it's like, you think that would hurt, but no. Well, it probably does, um, but that's kind of the point. Yeah, dude, a, a werewolf transformation is never pleasant. No. It is never, like, it, no matter what, it's always bad. Um, so. Trick or treat makes we? it look fun, though. That's, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um. So, you end up finding out in this movie that um, Dracula eh, Dracula is using um, Victor's tech to try to bring his babies to life. So, he's got the three brides. These brides pump out oozy, pussy, slimy-ass sacks like they're goddamn the alien queen. <laughs> yeah. You know, but they're suspended, hanging from the ceiling, like these gargoyle-ass-looking baby vampires that they need, um, they need to bring to life. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to use, they're trying to recreate what uh, Victor Frankenstein did to try to do that because he's like, you know, he brought people back to life. Yeah, we want to do that. And then, you know, spoiler alert: you find out that the monster is the key. He's always to the bring, key. He's always the key, you know, but like that's why um Dracula's been trying so hard this whole time mm. to try to bring him in. He's like, We need this motherfucker to bring these babies. I can't lose any more babies. He's like, yeah. I'm over. He's like, You you don't want to be around if these babies don't live. Um but yeah, you find out that you get uh we finally get Frankenstein back. He's the key to the machine to um bring these babies to life. Thusly bringing us to another scene that I thought was pretty cool, which is the stagecoaches, little trickery involved, mm-hmm. but you know, Frankenstein is in the is in there with Carl and you know it catches on fire and he's like ah because you know Frankenstein hates fire, um, but like 
you know, the brides, they're, they're swooping in and fucking with, you know, Van Helsing as they're, you know, trying to make their way. And inside one of the stagecoaches, as it plummets to the ground, is a fucking steak bomb. <laughs> as you do. <laughs> right? Yeah, in the, as you, of course. Like, why you don't have a steak bomb? I do. In a decoy stagecoach? Yeah. Like, what are you doing? It's in the garage. It's in the garage, parked next to the Prius. Mm-hmm. Like, absolutely. You did get a new vehicle. You weren't kidding. Oh, no. <laughs> um, but I did like the I, I did like that that uh, steak bomb was a decoy. It blew it up. Um, if I were to also nitpick another thing about this movie that I didn't like was the overuse of slow motion. <laughs> it's 2004. It is 2004. <laughs> I get it. I get it. It's uh, Now... Don't get me wrong. It's not House of the Dead slow motion. Have you seen House of the Dead? No. I'm going to make you watch this. We're going to do like a bad commentary or something like that. We'll do this where we watch the movie. And it's literally going to be a laugh track of us being like, oh, my God, there's eight people trying to kill these undead zombies. Each one of them gets their own... Like three, like three sixty slow motion. Oh yeah, motion. you told me about that. Oh, I did yeah. because it still makes me mad to this day. Yeah, I'll pass. No, no, oh, I had to see it. So do you. Um, this movie came out in two thousand three, so I yeah, I get yeah, it explains a lot. Um, oh, that'd be a fun one, along <laughs> with Velocipaster that we've been talking about doing for a year and a half. Do <laughs> you? I mean, we're coming up on two years, so it's been almost that long. Um. So we talked about like character design and a lot of that kind of stuff early on about this movie. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like we've talked about set design enough. Like sure a lot of this was done with CG. Yeah. But like visually I love the background. Like mm-hmm. I love a lot of the sets. Um the masquerade ball is a stunning fucking sequence, dude. Like it yeah. is just fun to watch. The only issue I have with it is the glaring problem in the uh, mirror reveal. By glaring, you mean there is no mirror reveal? Well, there's this cool reveal of oh, you know, Beckinsale is dancing with Dracula, and they go mm-hmm. by a mirror, and he's not there, and she is. But also, no one else is there either. Because they're all vampires. I guess. Yeah, well, maybe that's a thing. Remember? Okay. Because that was part yeah, that of the things that had rained because he's like, ladies and gentlemen, I give you Van Helsing. And then they that's all rip right. their mask off and they're like, <sighs> Okay. With, with their fucking giant faces. That's fair. Okay, and then, no, never mind. It's actually clever. Okay. Okay. Except none of them you see their clothes or anything. I don't oh. know. <laughs> You're like, you know what? I have to backtrack, but goddamn, I'm gonna hold my guns. No, I think now th- I didn't even think something. about that. Yeah, that's true. They, they didn't show they didn't show Dracula's clothes either. Though. Yeah, that's true. Okay, I retract my statement. I Ooh. forgot that they were all vampires. I always remember that being a uh, a movie blunder, but it's not actually because they're all vampires. Ladies and gentlemen of the Pod and Gore community, we have a first I in almost you. two years. We have a retraction. It's getting like, late, and I want to wind this up. So you know, it's just you make do with what you do. Oh, don't you fucking do that! So speaking of Frankenstein being a tad dramatic, yeah, we talked about that uh, before. 
<laughs> yeah, we did. Um, but that scene, and you can gloss over it all you want. I was drawing parallels here. Go ahead. <laughs> I just did. Um, he's like, there is a cure. Save yourself! <laughs> As he's fucking... Pl- like, I'm like... <sighs> it's about... <much>. Just... <laughs> um... I kind of stopped taking notes towards the end of the movie because I stopped paying attention because I was playing a video game. But like I, <laughs> I was fair. getting, I was like, I'm like, oh man, I can multitask, and so I wasn't paying attention as but much. But you like, didn't. <laughs> but so the last note that I took for this one, and it's actually kind of cool because you see vampires, they talk about like, you know, being able to sense people and all that kind of stuff, but you don't always get the perspective of how, how they see it or how it happens. Mm-hmm. And so when, um, when Beckinsales is fighting one of the brides, mm-hmm. you know, she's kind of standing there, but like she does her little fucking whirlwind Dang. around to like blow out the torches and all that. Yeah. Um, but then it gets dark in there, and you're like, okay, cool. Well, she's a bat. She can see, you know, she probably see her. But then they show, like, this, not so much uh, thermal, but, like, an x-ray vision to where she can see the skeleton, but then she can see the, oops, she can see the heart Yeah, like, she can the see chest. the blood in the veins and kind of thing. And... Could you see? I was watching on a computer screen because my daughter was over on the couch watching um, cartoons Mm-hmm. So I didn't actually get it, watch it on a big one. I didn't see the veins and stuff. I could so. be wrong and remembering it wrong because it's been a couple days well, no, since I'm I've hoping, seen it. I'm, I'm going to pretend like you did see the veins because sure. if you didn't, that'd be dumb. But that's more or less uh, the idea. Yeah, which is great. I mean, and that's been done before, but I mean, this is 17 years ago. Yeah, it's a nice touch. So like, it is a nice touch. Um so this bride, um, the thing that cracks me up about it is she's definitely a a Bond villain. Yeah, bit of a monologist. Yeah, she's a monologist, mm-hmm. monologuer, whatever. She is out there just gold fingering it up, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm going to tell you a 37 minute reason why you know a story about how you're not going to live. Just in, in time, time to get that steak to kill me. Yep. God damn it. Yeah, to mm. give it just enough time for Carl to get there. I mean, come on. Right. Well, no, I get it, but it's just like, well, could you imagine watching a horror movie, something along the lines of this, and the killer, like, obviously it might not be as entertaining. Yeah. But, like, if they did what they were going to do, and just be like, Hey, you know, you're fucking eyes up. You're like, oh, okay. There was definitely about 13 seconds of an explanation of what's going on here. Like, there's no toying with, there's no drawn out stories. It's just like, I am going to kill you. So, yeah. bye. And you do the monologue after. Yeah. You just sit there and talk to a dead body being like, so. Or like, as it's dying, you, you just, you go out <laughs> yeah. a little bit. Like, that's how you do you're it. probably wondering how you got here. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you a story. Of how you met your demise. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that's really all I took for the notes. But, like, in a nutshell, I enjoy this movie. Yeah, me too. Quite a bit. Could it be better? Yes. Could a lot of things be better? Yes. Um, but, like, I definitely wanted, and I told you I was going to do this, and 
you know, family situations aside, um, definitely kind of prevented me from doing that. Like I was like, man, I want to watch all these old universal movies. So yeah. I have a little bit of context to add to this. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to, I have like the ultimate sin box set from 2003 or four mm-hmm. or whatever it was. I bought it at Fred Myers for like 30 bucks back in the day. Yeah. Cause it came with three universal movies with it amidst among all the other, um, special features, which I wanted to dive into, but like, I just didn't have time, mm-hmm. unfortunately. And so this episode is actually quite a bit shorter on paper yeah. <laughs> than what we intended it to be. We lost about 10 minutes, nine to 10 minutes, which yeah. is a bummer, but just think of it as saving you guys a bunch of the heartache. <laughs> Random <laughs> fun facts. <laughs> yeah. Keyword fun. Mm-hmm. Have fun with it. It's fun. Um, So yeah, that's it. That's that's Van Helsing. I like it quite a bit. You know, I I watched it a couple years ago when I was hardcore into Universal Monsters there for a while, and that you were. And it's just it. It's a fun movie. I'm not expecting masterpiece theater. You know, it's just a fun romp, and I enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's it's a good time. Like if you just like, I kind of want to watch something like along the lines of a horror movie, but I'm not trying to go all the way in. Yeah. Like it's it's not a bad bad thing to go through. Yeah. So um yeah, I'm kinda like we're at an hour eight. Wow. <laughs> like this is way early. Is there anything you want to talk about? Anything else you want to plug before we get really? you out of here? Because um, we would have only been at an hour eighteen if we didn't yeah. not even if we would have lost wouldn't have lost all yeah, that. Yeah, my my ticker says one twenty one and that's, that's with think, some yeah. uh pauses for figuring out our shit. Uh yeah, not really. Get... Go over and uh, listen to We Are Marvel if you are a Marvel Cinematic Universe fan. And I suppose without much further ado, it's time for me to announce what my next movie is going to be. Yeah, go ahead. So before you announce your movie, I guess now is as good a time as any to kind of drop a little bit of a few nuggets, I guess, of what is to a little tease of what's to come. So as of right now, you guys know that we. We, we do this every two weeks. We pick a movie, or in this case, Xander, emails us and picks up a movie, and we cover it. We mm-hmm. talk about it. Unfortunately, 89% of the time when a listener picks a movie, something bad happens. So <laughs> I'm not going to ask you guys to stop suggesting movies to us. No. But... Bear with us, because that's when we'll have technical difficulties. <laughs> yeah, we're also trying to get off of that. Uh, off of the schedule of recording the night before it dropped too. So, yeah, that would be um, but yeah, we're, de- we're, we're leaning towards a, um, a format shift. Like everything's going to change. Kind of. Kind of. So the movie, like what we do, is going to be kind of like this. The episodes are going to be shorter. I'm going to dial back the fucking fun facts <laughs> just because I respect you, Justin. Thank That's you. the only reason why. That doesn't why. sound true, but thank you. Hey, I, I'm a man of my word. Without that, what am I? Not a man. So, like, like I will, instead of going through them, like, during the time of, I'll be like, okay, I'll do this one. I'll copy and paste. <laughs> You'll do what I do. Of, <laughs> I'm going to do what I do here in a minute. <laughs> um, no, Stop recording. Like, what I, 
<laughs> Lunch is going to be fun tomorrow. Um, yeah, so we're we're definitely going to start tweaking things up. Um, as of right now, we do we do our movie um, every other week, um, and we've been talking a lot lately about um, doing a little bit of a um, format shift to. A, get you guys more content, but also to kind of switch things up a little bit because we're coming up on two years. This is episode number 50. Like, that's huge. Like, I knew we would get here, yeah. but, like, at the same time, like, doing it every other week, this is – that's quite a bit of content for us. Um, yeah. I'm excited as shit. Um, but we're coming up on two years. We're – um do we want to just say what we're going to do or we want to tease it? You can say it. Okay. So what we're thinking about, I'm like, all right. So what we're going to do is, um, our idea now is we're going to have a topic, say a movie. So, um, I'm trying to remember what the examples were that we had used when explaining that. True. So say we were to cover the exorcist. Like, that's Justin's pick. So, Monday, The Exorcist drops. The following Monday, we're going to go to weekly drops, shorter episodes, weekly drops, to where we cover a movie, and then the next episode is a companion episode. So, it almost, I, like, they'll be they'll still be, like, 50, like, we don't have numbers in our episodes, but we'll, we'll work that part out. They'll find details later. Mm-hmm. But, like, say we're like, okay, so what is Exorcist? It's a possession movie, right? It's about an entity, a demon, whatever, possessing a person. So our companion episode would be, like, you know, possession-related. Like, what would be, um, a, you know, top five most popular possession stories, whatever it is. Um we're we're definitely we're gonna do a movie and then we're gonna do some sort of um just like fun fact like not fun facts but a topic like, episode that is associated with the the style of movie you. yeah exactly. so like this one with Van Helsing it's sort of a universal monster movie so we would do this and then our next episode if this is what we were doing right now would be like our favorite monsters or yeah, we could, we could rank them. Yeah. We can, uh, we can deep dive on each one and like as a character, like, or if we decided to make a sequel to this movie, what would we do, you know, for that mm-hmm. story? It would basically be a random topic that is tied to the previous movie we just did. And now that I think about it, it's kind of funny. Cause this is to an extent what you do on, we are Marvel. You yeah. guys have your movies. I didn't think about that. Now I feel like we're piggybacking off your other podcast because, like, I literally I came with Justin. I'm like, what if we do this? And this was before I started listening. So, Jeremy, if you're listening, come at me because I, I didn't poach it. I promise. Uh-huh. Uh, we've been talking about it for a minute. Like, you guys listen to us every time we drop episodes, and we appreciate the hell out of you. Mm-hmm. And like we said, this isn't just like it's a hobby, but this isn't just something that we're like, hey, let's get together randomly and throw some. To some infos out there like a lot of thought and shit goes into these mm-hmm. and like what can we do to keep things fresh and entertaining and exciting for you guys and without getting a whole lot of feedback like we're like okay so let's just go this direction see how it works 
because if we go off of like uh, view counts for um, episodes we've done, there's no concise direction at all. Yeah. <laughs> like you'd no, be like no pattern at all. No pattern at all. Like like don't get me wrong. Scatters Scanners is a great movie, but you're like more people have listened to that than talking about Halloween. More people have listened to the John Carpenter Halloween versus original remake than they have the actual Halloween episode. <laughs> like like as somebody who's obsessed with Halloween like He's I'm wearing like, a Halloween just, shirt for those of you that can't see. Yeah, I'm like it's just it, it's like there's no there's no pattern to follow. So um I know that I'm rambling, so sure. we'll bring it back in. I just that's I, I wanted to let you guys know before he lets you know what his next topic is. Because I already know what it is. I can draw this out forever just yeah. to keep the suspense going, but we won't. Thank you. Appreciate it. I guess I will lead into my pick with a question. Which I know the answer to, but I want you to answer the question. Please. Do, do you like scary movies? I don't know. Hmm. Do we do a podcast based on them? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I love scary movies, guy. Let's go. Well, that's good because we are doing the classic Scream. We, uh, yeah, F- episode 51. It took us almost two years to get there. <laughs> We did a lot of Wes Craven stuff. I wanted to space it out. Well, I, 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 that's why we haven't done a lot of other movies. Because I'm like, how recent did we do a John Carpenter movie? Right. Or, you know, um, we haven't done a lot of Clyde Barker, but that's going to change pretty <laughs> soon. I did the first uh, one, technically. Yes, you did. Heat train. And that one, and that's our highest view count on youtube <laughs> of our two alert. videos no we have there's i think we put the first 15 episodes oh, really? audio ripped on there i just got tired of paying for it when we we're only getting like 12 views That's fair. but yeah for some reason midnight meat train is in the thousands <laughs> and everything else is about 130 <laughs> and right. so yeah um but yeah spoiler spoiler alert on that pod and gore may or may not be going to YouTube. Maybe. Maybe. If we can get it figured out. Hey, little do you know that I'm testing it as we speak. So. I do know that, actually. Oh, God. That, was, that was the first half hour of me sitting down here. <laughs> yeah, and the funny thing about that was is I forgot to record for the first 30 minutes of it. Okay. Um, but yeah, dude, Scream? Yeah. Yeah, I so, can't wait. I know. About time. I'm excited to do it. There's a lot it to talk about. about. Time. So you told me your notes were <laughs> huge, Brandon Halloween esque. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna try. 14 pages, I believe it was on your phone. Yeah. So I'm gonna try and brisk through it as fast as we can. Um, but we'll just see how it goes in two weeks. Awesome. So yeah. Um, until then, um, actually, it'll be less than two weeks because we're gonna drop this episode oh, right. as soon as I can get it edited. Um, because you know, again, we're sorry about all the fucking technical difficulties tonight. Yeah. I will not apologize for my family situations. Sure. Um, but yeah, we want to thank you guys for joining us as always. Mm-hmm. Um, you can reach us on all the socials, Facebook, Facebook messenger. No, nope. I don't know why I said that. I don't either. Facebook, the Facebook group. Um, we are on Instagram and Twitter at gore underscore pod sorry i'm just scatterbrained um 
We are on Facebook at um, Pod and Gore Podcast. We have a page and a group. Come be part of the fun. Um, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Gore underscore pod. You can email us at podandgore at gmail.com. Or if none of those work for you, you can do as Xander did. You can message us on Instagram. Yeah, that's I didn't even know that was, was a thing. That's, that's how I was going back and forth with him, and uh, we're very thankful for that. Yeah. There is an insane amount of ways that you can reach out to us, and we encourage you to do so. Definitely. Like, please, like, you want to talk movies? Do it. Um, I will try to actually find it. So we got a comment from a listener in London. Oh, cool. On... Um, on a post. So when we realized, I realized that we weren't going to be able to drop an episode in the timely manner in which we normally do, mm-hmm. I put out a post saying, Hey, uh, you know, sorry, I just want to let you guys know what's going on. And, um, Stephen Moore from London, England messaged or commented on there saying, no worries. And it'll be worth waiting for. I'm looking forward to it. Best regards, Stephen. Thank you, Stephen. I can't tell you how much, how excited I was. Like, I'm like, holy shit. Even like, your dog's excited. <laughs> yeah, hey, oh. Yeah, oh, my dog's excited. Opie. I don't know if anybody's here, but like, yeah, dude. Like, That's I awesome. saw that and I was like. Someone's actually yes. listening. I'm like, <laughs> and yeah, we don't and know I mean, who they are. Yeah, and it's like, so, I mean, we have, like, the numbers, like, for what we do. Like, oh, calm down, John. Are are not bad. Like, I'm like, okay, this is good. But to get, like, messages or comments like that, it's like, that makes the shit worth it. That makes Justin sitting there and listening to me ramble worth it. Mm. Um, Watch your mouth, buddy. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so until we get back together again to discuss... Scream. The not-so-underrated now... But when we first started this, I felt like it was. I feel like it's kind of being like it just gets a little more popular every day, every year, whatever. Yeah. Um, I can't wait to talk Scream. Definitely. Um, but until then, I've been Brandon. And I've been Justin. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Oh, bye bye.